Hey y'all, welcome to Quality Talk, a podcast where we talk about whatever the fuck we want. From the perspective of three black women in their 20s who sometimes agree and sometimes won't. So stick around, have a sip with us, and find out what's your cup of tea. Alrighty, hey, hey, welcome back to episode two. This is Community. In this episode, we're going to be talking about mental health and just different things that go on in the black community. Just talking about what are some cultural norms, what are things that happen with us, with children, teens, just families in general. Um, That's pretty much it. So we're going to go ahead and get started with a short definition of mental health. All right, mental health is a person's condition with regard to their psychological and emotional well-being. All righty, so ladies, what is your view on mental health in our community? Um, I think our uh, mental health in the black community is getting a lot better, I think. It's starting to get destigmatized, but I do think there's still a lot of growth that needs to happen in the black community. Um, just because uh, in my day-to-day working with the severely mentally ill um, in black families, they're just like, oh, this is how they always been. Um, they kind of brush off uh, clients actually having vi- uh, visual and auditory hallucinations. And they're just like, oh, that's just them. They always been like that. Um, but I do think it needs to be a lot of growth as far as treatment and families educating themselves on it. I definitely um, agree with that as well. Um, I think it's getting better. We still have a long way to go. Um, I think people need to normalize going to get help. Yeah. Just not, just not, just I guess an initial appointment, but it needs to be something that's ongoing just because it seems like things are getting better continue to go and you know have that regular communication with whoever you're working with right I agree I definitely think that we can see the progress that's happening in the community when it comes to mental health um, and it becoming less um, or just becoming destigmatized but um, I think that we are still working on within our community the acknowledgement of the mental health issues that we do have. Nobody wants to be labeled as crazy and just because, I mean, honestly, we're all dealing with mental health issues. So it's like, if you gotta label one person as crazy, you gotta label us all as crazy, which means if, no, if everybody crazy, I mean, everybody normal. Mm-hmm. I think a lot of it too comes from we're seeing more of our people in that field, you know? Yeah. Right. So we're feeling a little bit more comfortable. Mm-hmm. I mean, there's certain things we can discuss with each other because yeah. we, I, I can like look at my cousin. Okay, that's a bad. I'm always uh-huh. talking about y'all. <laughs> I can look at one of y'all and just come here like, hey, y'all, I'm struggling X, Y, Z. And you know, because we've all had um, experiences within the mental health community, 
we can actually have meaningful discussions that can help each other like go to a therapist or go search out some more knowledge when it comes to our mental health you know and i do think too that people who are giving out the advice to you know go see a therapist i hope it's because they've really have went through it as well they're not just saying it to just brush it off because i think that's something that happens in our community as well they're just like well you need to go see a therapist and get out my face yeah basically yeah. like i feel like that's yeah. how it is and i just think with our generation we're just a little bit more open to receiving outside help yeah so in what ways have we seen the negative effects of not having mental health help in our community what ways have y'all seen i mean I, I think we see people walking around with just animosity and tension and not knowing how to really express themselves like we have I think we have boys that grow up to to become men and and they're unable to express themselves or they're not comfortable with you know telling their friends or telling you know their significant others how they really feel or about things that have happened to them because they haven't been allowed that space to or you know we also know that them not having their you know father around affects them a great deal as well so mm -hmm that's something that we can pinpoint and just you know acknowledge that that does really happen you know with just children as well mm -hmm. right i think the negative effects have been generational in the black community whether it's the absent of fathers the uh, lack of people you know i feel like mental illness and whether somebody's depressed or anxiety has anxiety or any other um diagnosis people look at it like a weakness and i feel like in the black community we're always taught we gotta be strong you gotta push through you gotta persevere because um basically nobody else is gonna give you no one no like leeway nobody's gonna give you any excuse um so i think generationally it's just people just want to keep sweeping it under the rug sweeping mm -hmm. it under the rug holding everything and bottling it up and i think with our generation more people are feeling comfortable, you know, addressing issues with their parents, whether that's, you know, ways that their parents have neg negatively affected them and, you know, didn't allow them to express themselves. So I think um, as the generations go on, it's definitely going to be more open. Um, but I do think going back generationally, I just feel like looking at my grandparents, nobody talked about mental illness when my grandfather was suffering from PTSD after coming back from the Vietnam War. But I'm like, um, and he was struggling with drug addiction and he started using um, drugs over there in Vietnam to cope with the trauma and everything he was seeing in the war. So it's just like um, a lot of our black men, I felt like came back from the war and they didn't receive the proper services that they needed which then trickled down to their children to their wives um i mean i know women went over there too their spouses so i just think um just black people in our community not getting the help they need from in society um not helping them as well it's just it's been a trickle down effect yeah i was actually gonna say a lot what you talked a lot of what you talked about what kind of mirrored what I had wrote down to. I had brought up PTSD, but not specifically like, you know, from wars or anything, but literally PTSD from their environment. Mm -hmm. um, mm -hmm. We have 
communities of young people being raised around extreme gun violence mm -hmm. and to them it's literally normal to yeah. hear gunshots daily mm -hmm. and then they like they already know what they need to do duck and mm -hmm. cover they know i need mm -hmm. to run around this corner i know i need to you know mm -hmm. that there yeah that's a coping mechanism i mean that's, that's a, their the, personality you know yeah. their environment that's yeah. They're, yeah, they're becoming the person, you know, that. But it's triggering. Yeah, you yeah know, but I was going to say, but then, tape, you know. Yeah, well, right. But on top of that, it's just that, like, so many people have family members who died of gun violence or they have trauma from literally running from bullets or anything, you know, that when they get out of that environment, because that is not the macro, that is not the majority of this country. I mean, what, where it's all over the country. It's not how the majority of the country works nor runs. So when they get out of their in like their community or their neighborhood and go off into these other communities that are not like that, they're on high alert. Yeah. Just like someone with like, well, I mean, not just like that, they do have PTSD, but they're not receiving the services that they should be to help them cope with honestly things that shouldn't be normalized in their life, but they are. Um, also, like you had said, lack of resources, mm -hmm. just not being able to have any help on a government you know standpoint for, or like any real government assistance else but um anything that like helps the mental though and that's mm -hmm. what matters in my opinion the most you know because if your head is right you can figure other stuff out you know you can always make a way if your head is there mm -hmm. but if it ain't it just ain't for real um also i think that our community minimizing what we go through in general like if someone tells their parent um, I feel depressed or I'm feeling really anxious today. I don't want to go to school. Get your ass up. You're going to school, you know, mm -hmm. or that, to be worried that, about, yeah, about what you it. got to what you got to worry about. Yeah. yeah or worry about talk, to God. It, talk to God. And it's mm -hmm. like, OK, that's nice. I will pray about it. I will talk to God. Mm -hmm. But like faith without works is dead. And so I can mm -hmm. pray all I want to. And mm -hmm. there's nothing's going to change, you mm -hmm. know, and then. But also, it's just like, I'm thankful to have a mom who really did. I think it's because she don't care about taking a day off, too. So I'm thankful to have a mom who, when I told her, like, I'm feeling a little worked up or I'm feeling a little anxious or I just don't feel well, I don't want to go to school. She was like, all right, cool. Just don't fall behind, you know? Mm -hmm. So for me, I had a little bit of a different experience, even though we did, like, she, she never, like, minimized nor even dismissed anything that I felt when it came to my mental health. I think that I just fully didn't feel comfortable growing up being able to disclose it all to her because I knew that there would be certain things that she would say that would trigger me. And I didn't want to ever feel resentment toward my mom because of something that I know that she didn't really even get the full understanding of either. You know, I didn't want to hold like that to her. But that's that's something else I shouldn't have to do as a child, protect my mama, mm -hmm. you know, or to protect myself from what I think my mom's going to do. Mm -hmm. So, yeah. Yeah, mm -hmm. uh, for years throughout my childhood, um, now I know, but my mom struggled with depression. So I was just thinking like, man, mom is just always laying in bed. She's not, you know, getting up and cooking for us like she used to. So I ended up moving out of the house to my grandma's house, but we didn't know until years later, once my mom was able to get out of her depression and go to therapy and get the help that she needs that she was going through uh depression yeah mm. and it was just like she it was hard for her to get up doing her day-to-day -day. yeah and i mean she still feels bad about that to this day but it's just like you know she tried to seek people out in the church and they just say you know god will heal all you know there is no and one of the pastors had even told her that there is no such thing as depression <sighs> 
um, that well, that um, right. you know just pray about it, pray about it. But not until my mom went out and got that outside help was she able to you know work through her depression. Mm. I definitely think my family could have benefited from some type of family therapy growing up. Um, my dad was on drugs. He just kind of spent up a lot of the money. My mom had to work two jobs. I remember her coming home late at night and I just think a lot of the things that I would want to do or talk to her about she was just worried about keeping a home, mm -hmm. keeping her house together, mm -hmm. you know, making sure that her, her kids were okay. Um, so she couldn't really give that yeah, energy I toward just, anything I don't else think because she all had of it was expended. For yeah. it. And, and I mean when I look back at it I can see why certain things were done a certain way or why she stressed certain things but Sometimes I wish she would have been like just a little bit more emotionally available to yeah. things that I felt because I feel like now, like as an adult, sometimes I'm saying things and they're like, it's not even that deep where she'll kind of brush it off. And I'm like, see, that's what's pissing me off. Mm -hmm. You're doing it again. You're taking me back to like a 12 year old me, yeah. you know, yeah, that, that inner child of you is yeah, like so, feeling and, wounded all and over I think, again. I think it really comes out when you're only with your family, you know what I mean? Like mm -hmm. more so like the people who know you the most. Yeah. Your friends are not going to notice that, but your mm -hmm. family's going to see a different version. So your friends may see you as like, oh, she's so caring. She's so this, she's so that. But this is because this is how I want people to treat me. Mm -hmm. That's a amazing, amazing, <laughs> amazing point. Like, mm -hmm. you know, seriously, that's an amazing point because exactly your you function the way in which you wish you would have been treated. Yeah. growing up yeah. you literally try to show that love in the way in which you probably still want to receive that love mm -hmm. from your family you know that's how you're trying to heal yourself but unfortunately there takes more than just showing other people the love you get because then you start feeling as if things are one-sided all yeah. the time mm -hmm. you know you start feeling like you've done too much you get exhausted and then you can if what people don't aren't getting the energy that they like that they're reciprocate like if their energy is not reciprocated a lot of times people decide to just pull back yeah you know and that that unfortunately can change the way who you are and granted like you're never really going to change as a person you just are who you are but it can make you feel like something's wrong with you yeah you know and oh why am i so caring why do i care when nobody else cares? Yeah. why do i you know and it's like and it makes you feel like you're doing something wrong mm -hmm. when you're actually the person doing everything yeah. right yeah. you know yeah um that really saying so that all actually shifts me to the next point of like cultural norms in our community mm -hmm. of like what happens in my house stays in my house time heals all wounds which is like trauma mm -hmm. um unsolicited advice and like that's family so yeah whatever xyz did to you yeah that's family you know all of that and our like things that have become normalized in our community like those fr like phrases and statements mm -hmm are adding into the lack of like mental health assistance we receive mm -hmm. because we are literally just thinking oh yeah mom i don't know i'm about to make up a scenario yeah auntie connie um i tried to use auntie i don't got it in the name and that's my auntie uh <laughs> auntie connie she uh you know she smacked me but you know that's because you was disrespectful you sh or she smacked little jimmy in the face because he cried when he couldn't do something but that's just how old people run you know she just ain't got no patience for that yeah, it's cool that shit's not cool you know and, 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 and you're looking at auntie kind like you be abusing kids when you feel right. like it you smack the hell out of this three-year-old because he couldn't do something mm -hmm. 
Right. You yeah. didn't understand something. Or right. didn't understand. That's really what it, you know, Explain like it, take the time. And, and, and I before. think too, that's that's a big thing. Like let us, let look at me. Let us know. Let the kids know what is happening and why they're being disciplined. Don't just be you disrespectful. Tell me why that was rude. Right. Okay. Tell me like, why we don't yeah. say that to people. You know what I mean? No, seriously, because that's how they learn and they grow and then they stop. They yeah. have to understand that they're the reasoning behind it. Kids you are not going to stop when they're going to say no. Right. right. Yeah. You can get so many whoopings, but. You don't even know what you're getting a whooping for. Right. Nobody's explaining to you what you're doing wrong. Right. Or you can even know what you're getting a whooping for, but you don't understand why you're getting a whooping for it. Mm-hmm. Oh, was- I'm getting a whooping because I because I accidentally told somebody I told somebody to shut up. But I mean, everybody else telling me to shut up, so I didn't know it was wrong. Right. <laughs> I think for me, growing up, I was always told like, you know, you got a smart mouth or something like that. Or and I I really didn't feel like it. I felt like. <laughs> I felt like I would just say what was being said and I didn't know that certain things were mean or rude but I'm like y'all say it to me y'all talk mm-hmm. to me like yeah, that yeah y'all talk to me a certain way so as I grow up or as I feel like I'm reaching certain levels I feel like okay this is okay to say you know what I mean or mm-hmm. I, don't, I don't know there was just things I felt like my family's West Indian so I mm-hmm. feel like they were a little bit more harsher and the, the things that they would say to me, like if you was gaining weight, they let you know immediately. Mm-hmm. And if you didn't like it, or if you felt to weight, it's like That's on you. you got, yeah, they making it seem I feel like, like here too. Yeah, I'm like saying my family too. Like, they are yeah, quick to point out. Fat, fat. Yeah. you shall get. Oh, you getting some weight on you? What you been doing, fucking? people shouldn't make those comments because we can't say it to somebody else older than us we can't say it to them right oh, but it. y'all getting fat as right. shit too we still can't we say are it. getting fat it was a pandemic shut the fuck up like what the fuck everybody <laughs> fat i think another cultural norm kind of tying into that is um oh that's your grandma or that's your them your parents them your cousins like that's family like people say fucked up shit to people and it's okay if you want to set boundaries with them or if you don't want to fuck with somebody because they're your family Mm -hmm. or sometimes well me my issue is i remind them where they was fucked up at a point too (laughs) that's where i get into it with people like because i'm like damn you saying that to me Mm -hmm. i remember when you was locked up (laughs) <laughs> I remember when you was down and out. Wow, I remember you was pregnant back then. Mm-hmm. Right, but but that's the but that's the thing right there. Where are we? What is that gonna do? Like what what is what is us throwing their dirt dirt back in their face? Where it, is that actually it's not helping? Even that. I think yeah, no, I'm just saying. Not, like we're not actually getting nowhere. There's no progress if we, that's what we go straight to. That's what I'm saying. I think for me, it was just like here's the time in my life where I'm learning. You was you was yeah. a lot of your time to learn. Let me learn as well. Mm-hmm. Let the other people learn. I, I don't like not to, even just learn. Let me live my damn life. I think right. I think certain and that's people, why boundaries are sometimes good to set, even with your family. Like if somebody's stressing you out, people are stressing you out, they're not causing any positivity in your life. Set boundaries with them. But I'm also big in communication. They need to know that they're making you feel away when people. Just, well, right, but then it needs to be stopped. But when right. people are just. When people are just ignoring things that go on, and that's something that I've noticed as well. People think that they're setting boundaries. I had a friend. Y'all know this friend. I had a friend who just completely stopped talking to me out of nowhere. And it really hurt me because I've known you for so long. Why wouldn't you tell me that there was something done or mm-hmm. you felt a way about something? I don't even know if I necessarily did something or if there was a, uh, a situation where I think she maybe was just going to be triggered in and didn't allow me a you know opportunity to try to fix it or you know make sure that 
she doesn't feel a way about it anymore, you know? And she decided for her piece to just not speak to me again. But you see me out. Mm -hmm. I'm sure you're going to think of it when you see me, you know? Mm -hmm. And I I don't like that because I'm someone who's very direct. So if something happens or if you made me feel a way or if this is a friendship that I care about, and maybe that was a situation that just was a friendship that they no longer cared about. But I like for people to tell me what's up. Let me know where we're at so I'm not thinking things are fine and talking to you and right. getting on your nerves because mm -hmm. I don't know that. You know, I so understand that. I feel like that was a situation where you were just like cut off. But mm -hmm. when I think of setting boundaries with your family, like mm -hmm. or friends, if you've already addressed the situation multiple times and it just keeps on happening and it's not, it's only causing it's you stress. Then it's cut off worthy. Then it's just like okay, I'm gonna now. I know I'm only gonna talk to you when I see you. Like I'm not about to just keep putting myself in stressful situations mm -hmm. with you. Yeah, that's what I was gonna say. The boundary setting, just because like. With setting boundaries, people have to understand what that actually means. It doesn't mean like I'm cutting you off. It doesn't mean that I never want to speak to you again. It doesn't even mean that I don't like you and I don't want to be around. And no, it does. And most times, it doesn't mean that. Right. Setting boundary a lot of times hurts the person who's setting them because that's not what they want to do. You mm -hmm. know, it usually comes from being literally. I have explained to you x amount of times. Mm -hmm. I can't keep putting myself through this. So in order to protect myself, my peace and how I need to move forward in life, because mm -hmm. we're not aligning right now. Right. So in order for me to protect myself, I have to literally place a boundary between us and say, I can't do this. I can't do yeah. you. And I can't do this right now until mm -hmm. you either understand like that this is wrong or just until we can figure out something else. Mm -hmm. I'm going to need some time away from you. Mm -hmm. And, um, had to do with that with my own mom. I explained to her the reasons why I I had to set a boundary. I explained why, like, and I really didn't have to do this either. Like, there you don't have to do this, but for me, like you said, communication is yeah. key. You need people, and then today you need to know how I feel. Yeah, because it's not about to sit on me. I'm big on that. You know, exactly. yeah, me too. Me too. So I told my mom I was like, "This is how I feel. This is what I'm going through. This is how this relationship is not helping me. Mm -hmm. So until I can get to a, until we can get to a place." where we're respecting each other's boundaries and each other, then these are going to be set. You don't got to be a cool with it. You can hit me up all you want to, but I'm not talking to you. I'm done. I don't like I'm cool off of you. And I wasn't trying to say it in a real way at all. I didn't say it like that. I more so said it in a way of like, I need my space from you because this isn't working. Mm -hmm. But at the end of the day, it was like, no, nah, I'm cool off of you because this ain't working and I can't keep doing this to myself. I have a family to take care of. Mm -hmm. I have myself to take care of and your added stress mm -hmm. and unnecessary bull that comes with you and what you be got going on and what you always be projecting into my life that like what you got going on. I can't deal with it right now. I got to focus on this house because yeah. I got a lot going on in here. Mm -hmm. You know, yeah. I can't be trying to worry about what you got going on, especially when it's irrelevant to my life. Yeah. yeah. You know, yeah. so boundaries are always good for the person setting them, but it usually hurts them because that during that entire time I was sick as hell. Mm -hmm. I was so messed up. My heart yeah. hurt so bad because that's my mother. We yeah. I've only had my mom my entire life. I don't got no other parent. Mm -hmm. So I felt like I lost both my parents at that point. Right. So it hurt me. But at the end of the day, that fondness, like, I mean, that that distance literally made her look at herself and say, wow. This, I, whatever I was doing, whatever I had going on uh, that I was doing to my daughter, sh I need to look at myself and see what right. I'm doing because our relationship means more to me than my pride or whatever mm -hmm. I'm feeling. Mm -hmm. And 
So she like kind of would reach out a little bit and I wasn't fully in a place where I felt like I could, you know, talk to her, be honest with her, nothing like that. So I would acknowledge what she said and then I would still just leave it at that. I couldn't jump back in because I had been hurt by my mom so many times that I just stopped trusting her and I yeah. couldn't trust the fact that she would be gentle with me anymore, you mm -hmm. know, or she would be the person who I need her to be. So I was like, all right, cool. Yeah, bet. Cool. Thanks for saying that. Mm -hmm. Left it where it's at. You know, up until we finally were able to have a sit down and I was like, all right, you can talk to me. I need you to tell me how you coming so that, and I'm not going to say a single thing until I could see that, okay, I could trust the situation now, mm -hmm. you know? And then once we were able to, now we're amazing. We're great. My yeah. mama respects me in so many ways that she did not before. Yeah. All the bull that you've heard me and my mama go through, we don't go through no more. Yeah, mm -hmm. it's, it's been it's been some progress. Yeah, yeah. it's it's coming yeah. close to 180 change. Like my mama does That's not great. put me through the same BS mm -hmm. whatsoever. But that was literally because I had to be like, I'm done right. with this. Somebody got to stop it because this mm -hmm. cycle would keep going if I let you take control. Yeah. So, and yeah, I mean, I had to just put my foot down for what I felt was necessary for me, so I could be the best me I could be. Not only for myself, not only for my partner, but for my baby. Yeah. You know, because he yeah. didn't deserve nothing that I, I was going through to end up putting that energy on him. Right. So right. That's, that's what I, I just want to make sure as a parent, I'm allowing I'm making sure that my son has a space to speak to me freely. You know, mm -hmm. I don't ever want him to feel like my mom didn't take this seriously. You're right. Mm -hmm. She's not listening to me because that's how I felt like I felt like in high school. I felt like I wanted to tell my mom about things that I was going through with guys or little things and i just didn't feel like she would have cared you know like mm -hmm. i feel like she was still dealing with so much and i think we're now at a space where she's kind of understanding me more now mm -hmm. but whoo that didn't took time mm -hmm. that didn't took time because i just i don't like when people make me feel like i'm being super sensitive about something or i'm overreacting well, I think that's the quickest way to piss me off well, you know no, well you want to know why too is because you are sensitive you know, and it's like, I know that I'm sensitive, me, because we both are, mm -hmm. you know, we're really, ext we're extremely sensitive people, our feelings get hurt fast, stuff like that, but that's my thing. But does that mean it's not happening? Exactly. It's happening. No, no, exactly. <laughs> that's what, that's yeah. what I'm saying. No, you did, you are hurting my feelings. Yeah. Yes, I am a sensitive person. And if you love me, you know, you would not come at me in a way you could tell me, I'm not sitting here saying you can't tell me what's wrong. Mm -hmm. I'm telling you, you need to come in a way in which I can hear your point. Yeah. Not what I can hear. Like you need to be telling me the the I, the point you have rather than how you're feeling with me. You know, if you're mad at me or you disagree with me, don't chastise me. Right. Don't put me down. Tell me what's wrong. Tell yeah. me that. Oh, Faith, I, I didn't like when you did this. Not Faith, you are that 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 that. You know, because now my feelings are hurt and I can't hear right. what your point is because I'm so focused on the fact that you basically cussed me out to tell me that you didn't like how I talked to you real quick. Right, right. And you could have just said, Hey, I didn't like that. Mm -hmm. You know, and it could have been left at that instead and of... And the thing is, I'm someone, like, if I've done something to offend you or upset quick to, you, quick I to am apologize. I'm the quickest person, yeah. like, to say, girl, let me call you, let me say something, I'm going to send you a little text message. But I don't feel like people give me that chance to do that. Mm -hmm. You know, they're so quick to be like, well, this is where you had this fucked up at, and blah, blah, blah. And it's mm -hmm. like, okay, well, now this is where we have a problem. Right, because mm -hmm. look how you're talking to me. Look how you're talking to me. Yeah. Did you have to say it in that way? Because I don't, I don't <laughs> think you had to go that far. Yeah. You know? And now we're at a point where I'm like, let me tell you something. There's a few times mm -hmm. you've done things and I ain't even come at you like that. I've mm -hmm. allowed you a, mm -hmm. I came at you in a whole different space that I, I felt like you still knew I cared, you mm -hmm. know? And 
I mean, that's just me growing up, and I, I have to set my boundaries with those kind of people, too. You. Yeah. Like I got those kind of people in my family or in my life as well, where I'm just like, you know what? It, it ain't going to work out. It ain't going to work out. Mm-hmm. We, we might as well just put a little stop to it real quick. It's a little bracky break. Nothing, mm-hmm. nothing, right. nothing. It's no love lost ever. Mm-hmm. That's your family. That's your friend, you know? Mm-hmm. No love lost ever, but you got to do what's right for you in order to keep doing what's right for your life. Like, if you're saying you're very sensitive and you take it this kind of way, it's like, you you ain't trying. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you're not trying. Like, you yeah. don't have to tell me I'm sensitive when just talking to me. Like, if something, if you didn't mean it in that way, just say it. In, the, yeah. in a way that you didn't mean it. Like, <laughs> why would you say something in a way you don't mean it as? Just because you want to get your point across, you yeah, know? I think that's so rude because it's such an asshole move, it, you it's know? An, you're being an asshole. You're trying yeah. to hurt my feelings. And you're then you want to sit there and call me sensitive when you literally just hurt you know you're hurting my feelings you know you're talking to me in a way that you're hurting me and then you're gonna look at me and say you're being sensitive don't take it like that yeah what yeah people be ass backwards and yeah you know that's why i be having a you know stand up for myself in any situation me too (laughs) but but then that's where this comes in right Uh here what you just said i have to stand up for myself in any situation Uh we get defensive because we feel like we have to right. stand up for ourselves because people literally don't know how to treat or talk to us. Right. You know, it's like now I, me and Ty, we have an issue, not an issue at all, but we have instances where we will get into it, right? Mm-hmm. And even if he's just trying to tell me something calm, I literally may just jump to being defensive yeah. because I'm sometimes. so used to mm-hmm. being talked to in a way where I have to defend myself. Mm-hmm. Even, and then I, then I catch myself and go, I'm so sorry. Yeah. I am so sorry. I didn't mean to do that. And I try to do it in the moment because I've been working on catching myself in the moment and like apologizing then rather than later. Right. So um, I'll stop and be like, I'm sorry. I was, this is where I was wrong. I really did not mean mm-hmm. to come off that way. I just got really, really defensive. Mm-hmm. I'm trying to hear you. Yeah. You know, I can do that too. Like sometimes I just might feel attacked mm-hmm. and I'm like and then in that moment I'm all on the defense instead of just listening right because they got feelings they too to they, say, yeah, they're feeling something go ahead say what you need to say let me just sit back and listen right and, and take that moment because mm-hmm. you deserve that the same way I feel like I would deserve it too if I were right. coming to you about something right you know because it's not like we don't do no wrong no, I know. it's not that uh-huh. yeah yeah it's more mm-hmm. so of like okay you mm-hmm. can hear the fact that you're doing something wrong you, you can it's not they're just because they tell you that they don't like the way you do something does not mean that they're telling you they don't like you. Right. That there's something wrong with you, you know, mm-hmm. but when I mean, you've been made feel that going way. And how they're saying it, well, that's know? why I said when you've been made to feel that way your whole life by other people. <laughs> that's what I was coming to yeah. because yeah. it's true. Ty never talks to me in a way where he's ever put nothing on me. He's yeah. always separated my actions from who I am. Mm-hmm. Whereas in life, I've never had that ever. Right. Uh, he's the only person who's ever talked outside of my friends because we're different. You know, yeah. we're me. I don't come. I don't put my friends in these categories because I have created a friend group for myself of people who treat me the way I want to be treated, mm-hmm. period. And I treat them the way they want to be treated. That's our, that's how we've, the reason why we all have 10 plus years in our friendships, mm-hmm. you true. know? We have always treated each other the way we wanted to be treated mm-hmm. and we got long lasting relationships. I've never had a friend who I've really had to lose because mm-hmm. we chose wisely. Mm-hmm. <laughs> well, outside of that though, when it comes to the family though, I've been talked to my entire life in a way in which my actions were who I was. Mm-hmm. You know, not just faith made a mistake, but no faith, you are your mistake. Mm-hmm. And so I get defensive. I'm like, I know I'm not my mistake. I know I'm not a person who disrespects people. I know I'm not a person who you need to be talking to like this. Mm-hmm. But I'm talked to like that. So now I feel like I gotta defend myself. So then when I got to somebody who wasn't like that, I'm like, hey, watch how you coming. 
You yeah. know, before they even come to me anyway. Mm-hmm. No, I'm sensitive all the way around. Dre will tell me, why are you... I didn't even say that. I'm like, that's how I took it. <laughs> right. That's how I took it. I felt like he was being rude, okay? Mm-hmm. I think you're taking this the wrong way in what I'm saying or something. Mm-hmm. So, um, I, that's just who I am. And, you know, I wear I wear my feelings right there. But, but that just because but you can't to sit here and go well i'm gonna be defensive you know because that's something you have to work on because yeah. yeah. you don't want to you don't want to be like that you You're right and yeah. another thing you don't want junior to do that to you oh right. goodness i hope not um, but, but, i'm glad but, he's not a leo right. um, we're talking about signs right uh, no I'm, I'm actually glad he's not a leo too because two leos in one house <laughs> is a mess. Uh, yeah, i can't imagine we can't have mm-hmm. three fire signs in here mm-hmm. oh wait dre's a fire sign too mm-hmm. What is Junior? He's a Gemini. He's a Taurus. A to- no, he's just as bad. He's an Earth sign, but he's mm. he's I'm a Taurus moon, and Junior is gonna be a mess if he's anything Girl, like you my are Taurus. A borderline Leo. No, I know, but that's why I'm all over the place because I'm a uh, I'm a cuspy baby, mm-hmm. and uh, I have a lot of Leo, a lot of Leo traits, which is why I said two Leos in one house is never a good move. Ties both Ty's parents are Leos though, and they're good, but I'm that's sure they they have a lot of struggles because they act alike. We're all Virgos in my, in my house. Really? All of y'all? Except for my older brother. He's a weak bruh. And he's almost a Virgo. Almost oh, a yeah. Virgo. Next segue is, all right, so now that we've pinpointed all the things we're going through, the reasonings for generational trauma, things like that, I want to talk about what help we do have in the community or what help does it seem like we have or who are people who are kind of spokesperson for mental health in the black community or mental issues like issues in our black community and people trying to supposedly or who do help us out Mm -hmm. and so the first person on my list is kevin samuels all right so r.i.p first things first first things first r.i.p um i will say when before we get into him I understand that he used to troll the community and make women feel away and attack people. But I don't think at any point it should be like some kind of celebration that this man died. Like, yeah, I think I think the things that he said, I think a lot of them were harsh, but some of the women needed that advice. Some women who are a little bit more. Um, I feel like that are not humbled or they just needed a little. Um, I don't know, like a. What do you call like a? I can't. I Wake can't, up call. Yeah, something like that in yeah. a way. They needed to know some things that will maybe help them in relationships. I don't think this is for all the women. I don't think he can speak on all the women because he hasn't dated all the women in, mm-hmm. in the world. So I think some of his advice was just a bit much. But some of it, some women will follow that to please a man and how to make a man happy. And some of us, like myself, we got minds of our own, and mm-hmm. we're not we're not going for that. So. <laughs> I think that's what I have to say about him. Do you know who he is? Uh, yeah, I've watched some of his uh, TikToks. I've seen some of his stuff on YouTube. And I will say I didn't even agree with a lot of the things uh, that I've seen with him. But, I mean, I can understand different. Uh, I would always I always go through the comments. And I always think it's interesting to see different people's perspectives because I think that's how we learn and grow. Mm-hmm. Um but yeah, I know he was very controversial and a lot of people had a lot to say about him. Yeah. Um, my thoughts on him is like Vicky had said, I don't think it ever I don't think we should be celebrating anyone's death unless you know it's like a you know, celebration of life. But I don't think we should be mm-hmm. celebrating the fact that somebody died. Mm-hmm. I don't 
think though that it was wrong for people to just not give a fuck that he died yeah and, and to be vocal about that you know i don't mm -hmm. think there's anything wrong with vocalizing the fact that you just ain't give a fuck you know but i think my also my point about the whole kevin samuels thing is or just who he was is that just knowing that um one i don't like the whole part of well he only disrespect he was disrespecting black women i'm like no i want us to remember that the things that that he was saying that were disrespectful that was rude that was completely oc was not always only about the women but was about men and women and people in our community and i think that's where it kind of gets messed up at is because we're looking at it from like a, oh this is a woman problem or a black woman problem with him no everyone should be a little bit upset with the certain things he said because like he was talking about all of us mm -hmm. you know that nigga was on our necks mm -hmm. on everybody's neck I think, I think and it's fucked up he did he came for a lot of us and that's one place i want us to start at like all right this man was coming for a lot of people but that's where my point comes in right here we had somebody who was such a major voice in our community talk like saying a lot of things that yes there were things that needed to be said but i always say there are certain ways you can tell like we were just talking about the whole you can tell me something is wrong but say it in a way that you know you can actually I get your point across very blunt and rude and well it's different it, rude yes mm -hmm. fine i'm completely fine with somebody being blunt because that's that's necessary yeah you can't be sugarcoating shit when it's something deep you don't need to be rude because i can sit here and tell you all day vicky the way that you treated i don't know i'll just say dre vicky the way you treated dre right now you know i don't think that that was necessary you could have been a little bit more compassionate with what he was going through mm -hmm. in comparison to vicky you know you was being a bitch yeah. i don't know why the fuck you would do that to dre he don't deserve yeah. that shit. you know he's a great black man who and what kind of woman are you yeah. look at you <laughs> you know and now i'm putting Very you down attacking. you know yeah. i'm attacking you and mm -hmm. i think that was my point kevin samuels attacked our community with mm -hmm. his words and then tried to hide them as i'm just trying to give good advice to make y'all do better yeah, yeah okay well then true. you would have done that you yeah. know a lot of people so that was were, my point a yeah. lot of people were saying that um he was also giving messages to men like not to settle for less and i think absolutely yeah you know, i agree with that don't right. settle for less yeah. but don't say you don't need to be with a woman with five kids mm -hmm. look at how she been ran through yeah yeah that's yeah, how yeah. That's how you, know, you, you just came for the women with five kids and, and then, had to do with this all been by the same man so and then, might have been the husband she was with and, mean, and she ended up being you know her husband she could have left her husband because her husband was doing died. dirty you and anything could have happened and you just judged a woman with five kids and called her ran with five kids you're like you better be willing to take whatever nigga that won't you out here because yeah. you got five kids and yeah. nobody want to deal with that shit. That's mm -hmm. how he was saying. That's it. how he was saying. Well, and and, and, and you can't sit here and be like, well, he just wanted to good. If he wanted good for her, then he would have said, you know what, ma'am, look at your situation mm -hmm. and see to find a partner who would actually be accepting of what you got going on. They could have literally said something completely different, and the, but could have got the exact same point across. Mm -hmm. yeah. And that was literally my biggest problem with him. But mm -hmm. no, also another problem I had with him was the fact that he didn't start off like this. Oh, Kevin Samuels did not start off talking shit about people. Wow. He really did have the exact same goal in mind from the beginning to the end. But his goal was to help the black community, which is great. He changed the way in which he did that, though, mm -hmm. because he got more attention by being negative, like right. by spewing negativity. And I hate that for him. Mm -hmm. I hate the fact that a man died faking it. You mm -hmm. know, you died being a front. Yeah. Cause you didn't start off that way. You literally said, "I bet if I came on here talking shit about women or bashing people, that I'm gonna get likes." He did it, and he's right. He was right, mm -hmm. and then he continued to do it. Mm -hmm. You know you were wrong. You died knowing you were doing yeah. bad shit. Yeah. 
that's that's sad. Yeah. That's a sad life to live. That was a sad way to go out. You mm -hmm. also died contradicting everything you said and you told these women and or men to do. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So you were really faking the funk. What a yeah. sad life. Yeah. What a sad life somebody had to live like that, you know? Mm -hmm. R.I.P. him, but that I mean that's where I get came in as and you gonna die the way you that you gonna die on mm -hmm. the same hill you tried to put everybody else yeah. on. Mm -hmm. You know, you gonna die spewing bad if you spewing bad shit, you're not gonna die in the way you swear you think you should. Yeah. Mm -hmm. You know, you're not gonna get the sympathy that you would like to have when you die either. You know? Because yeah. while I, you know, I, I don't agree with people celebrating nobody's death. Mm -hmm. I also don't think that everyone feels the same way about death, so we can't even sit here and judge yeah. them, you know, because everybody don't give a fuck about death. Right. I look at death completely different than a lot of people, mm -hmm. you know? So to yeah. me, when they were doing it, I was kind of like, ah, oh, damn, that's fucked up. Yeah. And just walked around about my business, you know? Right. Instead of being like, that's wrong. It was like, 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 like y'all savior then died and blah, blah, blah. Right. the man, I'm like, damn. Like, that's mm -hmm. somebody's daddy, brother, right. cousin, family member. He might have been an ass to everybody else, but who knows what type of family member And that's what I was going to yeah. say, too. I was like, my yeah. empathy comes in for the family, honestly, because yeah. like, I don't really have any, like I said, I, oopsies, you die by the sword you was out here stabbing folks with. Mm -hmm. But my thing was really like, uh, damn, I feel bad for his, his children. Mm -hmm. I feel bad for his mom and his loved ones because they did lose somebody. Yeah. yeah. And they, like, and like yeah, you were just saying, he could have been amazing to them. Because mm -hmm. he could like, have been completely different. In his I was gonna life. in his personal life. I was gonna say that I don't actually know if he was really that like this because mm -hmm. it was a front. He even said it that he could front and do this and get to where he was at, and he did. Yeah. So I don't even know if he was really that kind of person, mm -hmm. and that sucks because nobody would know. Yeah. And his family ain't nobody gonna believe his family because mm -hmm. that's his family. We all gonna say good things about our family members right. when they die. Mm -hmm. Right. I don't know. Some people. I don't say some people be shady, but to their family when <laughs> they die. Some people have. Yeah. You know, Paul too. had arthritis and he, mm -hmm. and he he kept on touching himself, and that's why his hand broke uh -huh. before he died. <laughs> so next <laughs> we got on the list. What's her name? Iyanla. Yeah, Iyanla uh -huh. Van Zant. Mm -hmm. Van Zant. You know Van, Van Zant. Whatever. Everybody knows who we're talking about. The yeah. lady who has people beloved. Yeah. And say a thing is a thing. Call a thing a thing. Yeah. So, I felt like, did you guys ever watch her shows? I watched a couple of them. Uh, yeah. The uh, one with the, the family I wasn't consistent. Yeah. I think, I think she was rough, but she, she did get some people to admit to their faults. And that, I think that's what Kevin Samuels was on a trying, like, that's what people try to say he was doing. Because Ayanla's kind of harsh. She's mm -hmm. very rough. Yeah, she's mm -hmm. extremely aggressive. I think so. And that's needed, need though. That. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Like, and that's some needed. Some people need that, though. But you know who I she, I don't think she ever had a white person on her show. Because it's just for the niggas. This yeah. is not a girl. I think about it. They yeah. wouldn't have been able to handle it. They would have cussed her. No, they wouldn't have cussed her. They would have left called, right. left crying and sued her. Yeah, they would have sued her for having her on, their own TV Phil like this. I don't know. Yeah, mm -hmm. you know. And Dr. Dr. Phil wasn't even nice either. No, he wasn't. I was about to say, he got people together, too. Yeah. But that's what's needed. Also, another thing is, She's an actual like licensed therapist. Mm -hmm. Kevin sure. Samuels was a nigga on Instagram. Yeah. So that was another thing. Y'all want to sit here and go to Kevin. Y'all sit down in front of Kevin Samuels and watch all this bullshit and say that y'all getting mental health help. And y'all, wow, that's my. You might as well be talking to your cousin. Yeah. Cause right. he's saying the same bullshit. Right. Yeah, these fat bitches don't deserve niggas. Mm. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I just, I don't know. I, I, I need to go back and watch some of her shows. I mm -hmm. liked her, but there was a lady who she didn't agree with. There was a woman who, I'm going to have to send y'all this video. With the sisters? No, it was this woman who, it was a video from like the 90s. Okay. And 
she was just kind of talking about like how women are supposed to honor and respect their men, especially black women. And she's like, she would say things like, you know, you know, black men don't grow up with shit or have shit. They they come with just themselves, and they they it take them time to get themselves together. And we're basically, you know, mm. I guess the 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 matriarch of the family or something like that. Like we have to be that. So I have to show y'all. So in the videos. You will see over time where the lady stand is very firm on what she's saying. Oh, what is her name? It's like Dr. Shabazz or something like that. Mm -hmm. But she basically was a Muslim woman. And she just made books about, you know, honoring the black man and how to be a good woman to them. And Ultimate pick-me books. Basically. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And women is in the comments like, ever since I, you know, read your book, I done found my man. and I'm I mean, I'm that. sure. <laughs> Yeah, like they're yeah, basically you, you like doing that, you being that man mama. Every mm -hmm. man gonna want a woman gonna treat him like his yeah, mama. So will. basically, mm -hmm. she's like have sex, honor him, cook his food, take care of whatever. Suck he his need. dick and shut up. Basically, and if he got a woman on the side, what do they got to do with you? Is it her? No, she didn't. Yes, that's what she said. She's yeah. like, I don't like it, but what is it really cheating? So is is it affecting your day to day? That's what the that's what her comments were basically saying. And oh my gosh. Y'all will have to watch it. Maybe we can talk about yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We let's should do that. Segment. But in some of it, there was videos from back in like the late '90s where her and Iyanla was going back and forth talking shit. Yeah, I'm sure. And the the lady, Doctor Shabazz or whatever, I think that's her name. I can't remember, but she would be like, "I'm standing on what I said. Are you married?" And I don't know if she was married at that time, and she's <laughs> just like, "Yeah, so I'm standing on what I said." And later on, I think some of her. Her views have changed of where course. she's now saying to honor the black man. So when you look at some of her uh, shows and, you know, videos now, you see Iyanla saying like, okay, should you talk to your man like that? This and that and that other, you know? Right. Where well, I think that's probably where, because like while you were saying this, you know, I definitely see the strengths and what mm -hmm. Dr. Shabazz, if that's you know, her, name. her name. Yeah, I'm saying before we keep calling her this. Right. But um, in what she was saying, you know, I definitely see the, because you should honor you know the black man i agree that is something we should do do i think that every black man who is out here deserves honor i think initially yes but then we should also let them t tell us how to treat them once they show us their actions right i think that all oh, of us that's not her name it's something completely oh else. girl it's Sh shahrazad ali shahar shahrazad she made a book shahrazad maybe she got a name i don't know but yeah, it's it's. I don't think that we need to, because what she's saying is, uh, honor him until you enable him. Right. You know, and no, he is a grown ass man. And mm -hmm. if you gonna honor the black man, then you need to be looking at him as the head of the house. And right. when you look at the head of the house, you mean he take care of every motherfucking thing, and that mm -hmm. includes your heart. Yeah. And your you. Yeah. You know. So is yeah. he cooking for you? Right. Is, I, is he putting all, food yeah. in? Is he helping you with groceries? Is he yeah. doing? What is he doing? It needs to be to a be honored for me. Yeah. We we gotta honor people who good, make good decisions for their family. We honor people who who are mm -hmm. honorable. Mm -hmm. We don't just honor people because we are their people. Yeah. We can just honor the dog if that's the case. Right. You know? It has to be somebody who is able to lead, able to provide and Yeah. And then I can understand falling in line and being more yeah. submissive. Right, because there's nothing I hate the thought of like mm -hmm. this is getting changed to a whole different thing. Mm -hmm. Um I'm not even going to the point I was about to make because I don't want to get us too off topic. Mm -hmm. But I do think going back to the point of Ayanla Van Zant, I think that like she in our community is really trying like she's someone who we see as aggressive mm -hmm. in the ways of being explicitly blunt. Yeah. 
and um but we can tell that she's still trying to do good work in this community by right. uplifting like she will break you down i wouldn't even say break you down to build you back up because she doesn't even really do that mm -hmm. she gives it to you in a nitty-gritty way and you gonna break down because this is trauma you're dealing with yeah you know you're dealing with trauma so you're getting broke down in a natural way but she also was there to help build you back up and i think that was what i was missing from Ke kevin sams because even if he would have been doing all this bullshit that he was doing mm -hmm. at the end of the segment if he would have just found some way to tie it all together and lift the community back up i would have been a little bit easier on my thoughts of him yeah you know yeah. i'd be like well you know what at least at the end of all of this he really does try to right to try to help i can see he's mm -hmm. still trying to help he was a little fried in between but maybe that was just to get mm -hmm. the attention of us you know i could have saw it like that yeah, but you yeah. left us in the dirt yeah you beat our ass and left us down there and said get the fuck up you know what the fuck you need to do bitch mm -hmm. you know that's how i felt like we was getting all of us was getting talked to this is not a man or woman thing right kevin sams was beating all our asses yeah verbally verbally mm -hmm. <laughs> and i mean at the same at the end of the day though people gonna like what they like respect what they respect we can't help that you know i'm not telling people not to respect the man because mm -hmm. he seemed he seemed like he might have been respectable in his actual private life yeah but you know you just can't can't sit here and try to assume that though because we, we can only know what he showed us yeah and that's what he decided to show the world mm -hmm. but all in all y'all because we are hitting on the 50 minute mark definitely think that we should look more into mental health and take it seriously in yeah. our communities um and really strive to get a better understanding of ourselves first in order to help one another because i know that in our communities we really want to help each other you know mm -hmm. that's one thing that the black even though there's a lot of divide in our community there's more community in our community than there is divide though mm -hmm. you know so which means that we do have a sense of wanting to help one another out but we truly can't help ourselves help others until we help ourselves first yeah i think what i want people to take away from this is to um, be understanding, take people's uh, issues or what they're going through seriously, mm -hmm. be the friend that they deserve and also you I guess in a way, just treat people like, I think sometimes people think that friendships have to be like 100% the same, but sometimes there's just different dynamics you mm -hmm. know, with certain friends, mm -hmm. friend groups and I think people need to understand that and quit thinking about, well if it ain't something I can get from it or something like that right that, it's not going to happen that way. That's even with family members as well. Sometimes you're a little bit more helpful for them. So that's something. And be be the parent that you wish you would have had if you didn't have it. Okay. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Yeah. Not saying that you're not a good person but or you didn't have good parents. But, I mean, there's always going to be, you know, progress needed or, mm -hmm. you know, there could be room for growth anywhere. Mm -hmm. I agree with that. And what I want people to take away is um, listen to your mind, um, be aware, be self-aware of how you're feeling, um, identify when you need help or when you need to talk to somebody, and along with what Faith and Victoria said. All right, well, shan't sign us off. All right, we'll talk to you guys next time. Peace. Thanks for listening to Quality Talk.